What up, what up? Thanks for tuning in to No Sugar, Please. This podcast was created for the multifaceted individual. It is a multi-generational podcast used to educate listeners through conversations for the advancement of the mind, spirit, body, and community. Breezy. Yes, sir. Hey, what up, man? What up, Locke? Cool and cool, man. All right, man. So today we will be speaking about what it's like to be a black male teacher in 2020 with my boy Breezy, a.k.a. DJ T. Breezy. Yes, sir. didn't know. Man, obviously he's a teacher, you know what I'm saying? But he's also a DJ, but we'll get to that a little more. I'll actually let him speak to that. Um, Man, Breezy, we don't know know each other for a minute. For a minute, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute, and you've been yes, solid ever since. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, hey, man, we got a story. <laughs> man, got it. Oh, man. Look, we're going to give y'all some free game, right? So, so all we're going to say is this. If someone's just getting under your skin and just constantly trying to bother you, mm-hmm. you don't even say anything. Don't say nothing to them. Nada. Just go to their house, uh-huh. take their Oreos. And do what? Eat the center, <laughs> put them back together, and then put them back in the pantry. Don't say a word. Don't say a word. That's you how win. you get back. You win. But exactly. no, man, go ahead. How about you tell the people about yourself? Better you say it than me. Hey, it's your boy, man. DJ T. Breezy. Torek Brown Jr., man. Like, my man Log introduced me. I DJ by night. You know, I'm a teacher by day. I teach fifth grade science. You know, I've been DJing now for about four years, so... Thankfully, the two kind of go hand in hand, you know what I'm saying? So that's about it, man. Just a regular Joe Schmo trying to make it in this world. <laughs> man, a regular Joe Schmo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So I got to know, what led you to start teaching? Ah, oh, man. So what led me to start teaching a lot? Before I, right before I started teaching, my first teaching gig, I was working at DCF processing food stamps. Right. And my girlfriend at the time, I used to come home and I'm complaining like, oh, man, I hate being in the cubicle, da da this, da da that. And she's a teacher as well. She teaches high school. And so as I'm sitting there venting to her about how much I hate my job, she online filling out an application for me, low key. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I finished giving my two cents, she was like, well, just so you know, I fill out this application for you, a PE position. They open it up this new school. I think you would like it. So I'm like, oh, PE, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the sports. Let's do it. So right. first started on my first teaching gig, I was working in PE. Started from there. Then, um, I actually moved to Atlanta after my first year teaching. I moved to Atlanta and I worked right. in the middle school in Atlanta. And the good experience about that, I was in the special needs classroom and it made me have a, a total, total new appreciation for those special needs kids. Like they are way, way smarter than we think they are. Right. Like for real, you know. I agree. So. I agree. Yep. I agree. Then moved back to Orlando, got back in teaching, did PE. Then after PE, I taught health. So I've always been in electives. And the cool thing about me doing electives, I was able to get to all the elementary kids and touch all the kids. But this past school year was my first year in the actual classroom. And it was quite an adjustment. (laughs) I I hear you, man. Basically, it seemed like you knew once you got your foot into it, you knew you just liked it. You took it. it. That's it. I feel you, man. I definitely, hey, man, I definitely agree with that, man. So, (laughs) you know. You already know what I'm about, just about learning from experiences and moving Absolutely. forward and progressing, man. So, you know, what's the biggest lesson you've learned while you've been teaching? 
And it could be, man, look, man, the name of the show is No Sugar Please. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it real. What's the biggest lesson you've learned? Okay, the biggest lesson I learned, I have to say, is do not mess with your student's mom. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm, just joking. I'm, joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. On a serious note. On a serious note. That's a joke. That's a joke. On a serious note, though, uh, I say the biggest lesson I learned since I've been teaching, honestly, is every day is a new day. And what I mean by that is, you know, you have the, these kids now, they're not raised like how we were. So, you know, you got to have more patience with them. But with that being said, you don't know what they're going through at home, a different experience. So if a kid piss you off one day, that day just might not be that day. So I try not to let any grudge or any ill feelings or anything carry over into the next day. I get everybody a clean slate every single day. As I, I say, that's the biggest lesson I learned. Okay. Dang. Hey, man. You know, every time we talk, I seem to take something from you, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, it, it's real, though, because... yeah. You know, I I don't associate with too many different people. Right. So when I do associate with you, I always try to see things from your point of view. And I gotta say, you have you have, you always have me looking at stuff from a different point of view. No doubt, know? man. And I no appreciate doubt. that, man, because it's tough. Absolutely, it's absolutely, tough, man. So, <laughs> so I know what's your biggest lesson and what uh -huh. led you to teaching. Now, what motivates you to keep teaching? What motivates me to keep teaching? Honestly, Lark, I feel like us teachers, we're going to get our due diligence one day. And what I mean by that, I feel like they're going to pay us one day accordingly to what we deserve to get paid. Right now, you know, because everybody anywhere could agree teachers don't get paid enough. And right. the, the deal with the stuff that we have to deal with. Of course. And all that, you know, people say, oh, y'all get summer vacation. No, yeah, I get that. Right. But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I got I, your kids more than you. Then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I feel like we're going we gonna to get our, our, our rights just due one day. Like I'm just hanging in there because I want to be there to see it. So that's what keeps me motivated. I feel you, man. That's real, man. You yes. know, motivation, keeping motivation, finding and keeping it, man. That's key, especially with this teaching thing, man. Absolutely. You know, because it'll be some days you just don't want – you just walk in there and just want to turn back around and walk That's out. it. <laughs> like <laughs> – and it just be it just just the aura or the vibe of the place sometimes. It's yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I ain't even. I was smiling, and now I'm just walking through the door. Oh, it just sit on. It man, it's like a blanket. You know. Man, it's almost like the copy machine not working or something. You know. You know what I'm like somebody freaking out the copy machine. Like what? Are we really freaking out over the coffee machine? Cold red. Right the coffee machine went down. Cold red. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Education yes, is crazy, but yes, it's, it's definitely a lot to be learning uh, that you can learn with it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you already know, I got to get your input. Uh -huh. I, I don't think I've even asked. We haven't even talked about this. Um, okay. But I want to know, what's your opinion you know, regarding the education system right now? My opinion regarding the education system right now, honestly, I would have to say to me, in my opinion, it's too much technology involved, in my right. opinion. What I mean by that, for example, like I said, I teach fifth grade. So my kids going through the testing period, you know, they all took, they standardized testing on laptops and iPads. Right. You know, and I'm just like, you know, like, man, they, they make it so easy for y'all. Back then, you know, we had the Scantrons, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had the yeah, bubble yeah. in your student ID, what? bubble in your Don't name. mess that number you, up, You man. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I'm like, man, you know, y'all got it made. You know, like, I don't, I just feel like it's a little too much. And then not only that, the kids kind of lean on that technology a little bit as a crutch. 
you know, yeah, and I so, see that. you know, in, in my classroom, I tried to honestly, like I said, this past year was my first time being actually in the classroom. So what I did, I took on experiences that I had from being a student in the classroom. And that's how I approach teaching my class. Right. So granted, I had people coming to me like, oh, you so archaic, and you know, this caveman style and all that. But I'm like, look, it worked for me. Right. And it worked for my students as well. So, hey, you know, I stuck to hey, that's it. That's all that matters. That's, that's it. That's all that matters, man. That's it. <laughs> That's all that matters. So, do you think I'm? I'm. I can only assume that it, you know, if we take the technology, you basically want to go kind of the old school way a little bit more. Basically. A little bit, just a little okay. bit. Like, okay. granted, we can use the technology for like, you know, let's say doing different labs, you know, like different learning modules. But as far as like standardized testing and stuff, I don't think that you know technology yeah. shouldn't be in that so much. I understand. Uh-huh. Like me personally, me for what I teach. Uh-huh. Oh, I do it. I don't want to touch a paper. Uh, okay, okay. I don't, <laughs> hey, I don't want to touch no papers. Okay. I, I dang near don't want to touch these dusty lying books either. Oh, omitting the truth. Like, uh, and I was scrolling through a book, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was scrolling. Matter of fact, so me and old girl was watching Malcolm X, and I had okay. just caught the tail end of it, right? Okay. And we got into this deep conversation, really, just about, you know, Malcolm X and uh Mr. Farrakhan and things like okay. that. Yeah. And it's just like, man, you know, they painted Malcolm X to be this terrible monster mm-hmm. when honestly him and Martin Luther King was fighting for the same thing. It's the just they went about it in different different ways. They, Two they, different they, approaches. They exactly that's all it really is. Two so they approaches. fear what they didn't understand. That's it. And I'm like, man, this crazy. I was yeah. like, man, it's crazy that they only mention MLK but not M- uh, Malcolm X. Malcolm don't get you know no, what I'm saying? He don't, he don't get no one just, as much love as he deserves. You know and think about how many more that they're pe- they're really leaving out. You know, yeah. Like yep. I go over the FBI. You know what I'm saying with the kids, man. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And you know, J. Edgar Hoover had a, a lot of power. Right. You know, when he was over the FBI and whatnot. So when I when they learn things that went on under his reign. Mm-hmm. Man, they like what? <laughs> and that's how I reel them into the class, kind of, you know, because I got to okay. reel them in somehow. Got to so reel them in that, but I might as well reel them in with something real. Like I might, you absolutely. know, what I'm saying? like I absolutely. It only makes sense because the only way this class is effective is if everybody's being honest and real and open about the stuff that we're reading and seeing in the text and current events and stuff like that. Okay. So, absolutely. you know, but yeah, that's man. Let me get off my little soapbox, man. So. <laughs> So if you could change one or two things about teaching, what would it be? Man, off the rip, the salary. <laughs> I already know. All right. That's Scra- right. That's okay, the, okay, you okay. know what I'm saying? I know. You, know, you already I know should, that. Yeah. But, um, okay, another thing I would change about teaching, honestly, Lord, okay, I think we, take, we have to take too many professional developments, to be honest with you. Bruh. <laughs> To Bruh. be totally honest with you, a lot. Bruh, I, I got like we take way too many plus, PDs. I got two hundred <laughs> plus points, bro. Why do I have two hundred plus? <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm nearly pushing three hundred, like two fifty. Oh yes, man, yes, man. You feel yes. me, lot? You feel me? <laughs> and I'm, you know, man. the PDs always inconvenient too. They always come at an inconvenient time. You know, it'd be that one day you trying to leave early or something. You trying to get to a doctor's appointment early or whatever the case, but you didn't want to take out work. You got to stay for a PD. Man, come on, man. Already know that P- <laughs> PD is professional development, by the way. Yeah, yeah, man. I definitely, I can see that, man. Yeah, you know, 
I can yep. see that. I think, man, to be real, mm-hmm. if I could change one thing right off the rip, it's obviously going to be the textbooks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And maybe more updated. And, uh, how you feel? No, about the definitely textbooks? not even just yes, updated, but mm-hmm. also they need to sell all sides. Okay. Because okay. the only way you learn from something is if you see both sides. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Except, except if it's like um, the Confederacy or some something like that, and right, it's like it's only okay, one sided. Yeah, the, I, <laughs> that's so, super one sided. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Really? You gonna keep this flat? You really want to keep this flat? <laughs> but I'm just saying, as far as other things and issues, you got to be able to see all sides and to understand why things are happening. And I think yeah. they're leaving out so much of our history that it's not even funny. Like we have mm-hmm. no history. Agreed. Let, let a book tell it. Christopher Columbus found in America. Right. <laughs> so, like nobody was here. Like, that's so, <laughs> man, that's so inaccurate. You man. know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, it's it's stuff like that. I would change that, but I would okay. also, I would definitely encourage more, more brothers to get into teaching. Okay, um, definitely, definitely. Because... I can, I mean, I can say that because, you know, I had the military and stuff like that. So it, it's, you know, it wasn't uh-huh. like I just jumped right into it, but right, it was always right. a dream of mine of wanting to do. So, okay. But when I did it, the fulfillment I felt, mm-hmm. you know, and I still feel with the relationships that I build and forge with these students, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like absolutely. you really turn into like big brother, some uncle, dad. Right. Like you really, you and it's really, yes. You wear all them hats, bro. All and, those different hats. And it's when you going through the thick of it, it's like, bro, get out my face, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can play it, bro. But exactly. then when you calm down and you kind of sit back and reflect, it's like, yes. man, it's yes. worth it. It's absolutely. worth it. Do the pay subs. Yeah. But I mean, I get all the time in the world to spend with the family. So exactly. I can't complain. You can't so really like, complain. Man, you know what I'm saying? These kids can see can definitely stand to see more of us for sure because part of the thing is you know although it, things were set up for obviously us to fail right but we're just not coming into this role for some whatever our reason the main thing I always hear is the pay obviously but yeah that's I feel like if you're doing something you want to do or like to do the money will come the money will come that's it and I, and man you don't know the power you get or empower the way you empower a young student a young black student even a white kid i'm gonna be honest oh, yeah. oh, when yeah. you're their teacher like mm-hmm. bro you really have an impact and leave an impact on these kids man absolutely and that's one thing i would change i definitely have more brothers in the classroom man but i get okay. it man you know we, yeah. we some people want to rap some people want to try to hoop yeah you know but some people want to be doctor, lawyer. That's all. Good. Yeah, Damn, all that know. good stuff. Yeah. But somebody got to teach a doctor and a lawyer. Exactly, they got to learn from somewhere. <laughs> so, that's all. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Lot. Let me ask What's you a up? question, my brother. Now, how do you feel now since I've been in this teaching thing, and especially since I just recently passed my little my subject area test, and I'm on my way to being fully certified. A lot of people been approaching me about getting into leadership and like moving up the the education system ranks, which I'm like, it's cool. But then, honestly, like, I'm, I feel like I'm attached to the classroom now. Like, I feel like I could be more effective as a teacher and connecting with the kids and being with the kids every day as opposed to being a dean or assistant principal or a principal. Like, how you feel about, like, us moving up in leadership and, like, different stuff? Man, it's crazy you asked that because I got an email and I just saw something online today when I was checking my work email. Uh-huh. Um, and it was about the, um, it's like a pipeline or whatever. 
to okay. um, leadership to basically become an AP. And right. I think it's for those who don't have the master's in ed- education. And that's okay. not, I, I ain't got an education. Right. Um, which I think is crazy that I still can't just use my master's period. But right. uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. whatever, yeah. I, get, I, yeah. I guess I get it. But yeah. Um, so it's crazy you asked that question because I just re- started researching something like that. But okay. honestly, man, only you know the best move for you. Okay. So okay. I can give you my opinion and I guess you can draw from it, but ultimately you know where you get that fulfillment, that right. fu- that fulfilled feeling. If you right. if you don't see yourself, one one you can't say a admin job will take you away from affecting the kids because mm. arguably you can call the kids to you at any point in time that you want. That's true. That's true. And you can pop in on more. That's true. You're not confined to the classroom either. You got the whole school. That's true. Now you yep. get some you get some craziness to come along with that. You know, I of see course. that firsthand. Of but, course. <laughs> you know, that time you really can have with those kids. Man, imagine if you uh, Co- coach T you walking around and <laughs> you stick your head in class. Hey boy, come here. You over here playing? Come here. Uh-huh. You know, imagine that impact. And you yeah. can do that multiple times versus maybe once in your class. True. Very true. So you know, man, it's tough. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. You make a good point, though, Lark. Definitely something to think about, man. It's tough. Like, it's yeah. a low, it's almost a loaded question, though. Right. Because I easily could have taken that somewhere else, like three different directions. But that's a tough, that was honestly a tough one to kind of answer. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, no doubt. But yeah, man. So, all right, man. So, at the end of each episode, uh-huh. We always have a community in mind. So what okay. I like to do is, you know, we'll highlight a, a small business or two um, at the end of each episode. Okay. So since I have DJT Breezy himself, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give you the mic. You're going to just talk about your business, how yes, everybody sir. can get in contact with you, what you do, and Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, man. Like my boy Lark said, DJT Breezy, check out my SoundCloud. DJT Breezy on there every single Monday. I'm releasing these Mix Mondays, man. If you got any ideas or any type of mix you would like to hear, follow me on Instagram, slide in my DM. My Instagram is at DJT Breezy, L-F-L-S. I'm part of a group called L-F-L-S Production, me and my dad. My dad DJs out of Atlanta. I'm down here in Orlando. But anybody in Florida, Georgia, or wherever, if you need a DJ, make sure you get at us, man. Like I said, LFLS stands for Like Father, Like Sons, a tag team duo, man. So holla at me, at DJT Breezy, LFLS. You already know. Man, I promise I never knew that's what LFLS stood for. <laughs> <You're> so, <laughs> I'm like not even father, kidding. Like <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. Yes, but all sir. right, bro, man, I'm going to make sure we're going to get up soon, man. Absolutely. But to all my listeners, man, just make sure you guys keep your faith in God while continuously moving forward. Amen. And we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely.